The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when nickels down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula of Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Monday morning in Arizona. It is actually cold in the studio, but I got uh, Alex Clancy in here with his all-black, dressed like the mafia. Uh, welcome to the show, 888-346-9144. We have a lot of football to talk about. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Indianapolis Colts, Philadelphia, the Saints. Uh, just the playoff games that went on this weekend, San Diego Chargers, Bengals, a lot of fo- great football. Topped it off with the San Francisco 49ers in Green Bay. So we got a lot of that to talk about. And now the teams that's coming up, they had the bye week. Who was fortunate enough to have a bye week for my outstanding year? And uh, Denver Broncos, the New England Patriots, the uh, Carolina Panthers. There was Seattle Seahawks. So if this is what's to happen in the playoffs from the start of what happened this past weekend, it's going to be some great football going on. It's going to be a lot of upsets. Um, obviously, that's the game. Alex Clancy, welcome to the show again. Thank you. Thank you. What do you make of, uh, you know, let's let's go with the first game because I thought it was interesting. And, and I think the first game that I watched probably pretty much was the Philadelphia Eagles, New Orleans Saints, 26-24. So much talk about the Saints don't, don't travel well. And I was one of those guys who said the Saints don't play well unless they're in the Dome. Saints came out, played a good game, um, all but three quarters, all but one quarter scored uh, and, and beat the I'm sorry, <laughs> beat the Philadelphia Eagles 26-24. On the road in cold weather, yeah, I, they ran the ball really well. They ran for almost two hundred yards. So I mean, you don't really expect that out in New Orleans, especially with Pierre Thomas being out. Uh, Mark Ingram looked good. I thought that Darren Sproles would have to have more of an impact in the game for them to win, but he only touched the ball eight times, and they, and they still won. I mean, albeit it was close, but um, Mark Ingram, you know, I mean, he ran for almost hundred yards in a touchdown. If you're going to get that out of your running back on the road in the cold, uh, Drew Brees only needs to throw the ball thirty times, which he did. So, I mean, they, I don't know who looked like the better team. I think both teams were kind of trying to give the game away at the end. Um, the total yardage was way in favor of New Orleans, which it normally is when New Orleans plays unless they go to Seattle. Um, but they had two turnovers, and you can see in the playoffs as a whole, turnovers are such a big game changer, such a big momentum shift. It doesn't matter how many yards you have if you turn the ball over. This is a game the Philadelphia Eagles against the New Orleans Saints at home. This is a game I picked the Philadelphia Eagles to win. I think I, most I, people I, did. I, I thought the score would be what it what, what it end up being, 26-24, somewhere close. But I thought Philadelphia would find, find a way to win that game at home um, after being divisional champs, going to playing it all, already in playoff mode when they had to go to Dallas and play Dallas uh, without Tony Romo. Uh, but they was in playoff mode at the at the moment anyway. I thought they would win this game. Now, when I look at the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and I look at the quarterback position, and, and I look at, is this guy, the uh, Nick Foles, the quarterback? And I say yes. Is he the quarterback for the future? I say yes. But he's not the quarterback for the future if you're going to run a run-and-shoot offense, if you're going to run a mid-point or spread. 
he ran a free he ran maybe two or three option routes where it looked like he was moving in quicksand. Mm-hmm. That's not his job. If you revamp that offense as a drop back quarterback or a shotgun, which a lot of collegiate guys can come out and, and do, and we we talk about Menzel never being under center in Texas A and M, Johnny Menzel, but Nick Foles drop back or gets under center, I think this is a potent offense with the weapons he have around him. But if you midpoint, you're not fooling anybody because if he does decide to keep it, he gets no yards out of it. Linebackers are just as fast as running back and some some tight ends uh, these days. So imagine what a quarterback doing if he's trying to get on the outside the edge of a of a defensive line. I just don't see that if you run that offense with Nick Foles, but I see Nick Foles as starting quarterback or somewhat of a franchise quarterback if you change that offense. And you don't have to do a whole lot to change the offense. I think Chip Kelly uh, offensively can put things in place where he's the guy and the offense runs smoothly because you have LaShawn McCoy. You could talk about uh, Deshaun Jackson, who was handcuffed, in my opinion, in this game. He was non, he was irrelevant in this game. I didn't see a lot of big plays. I didn't see a lot of targeted. Well, the targets he did were they were bad throws or they were they didn't have much of a point to the game when he was being targeted and maybe you know maybe as you go on to the game you you know you don't know which play would be the finding play but Deshaun Jackson was uh he was non-valid in this game yeah no absolutely and and when you talk about the the offensive schemes that teams are running and i i, I believe that running a spread offense will never yield a championship ever I mean, maybe, maybe one, but I mean, since since the whole since the inception of the NFL, you haven't had a spread offense, a run first quarterback win a Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick got close last year, and, but he and didn't. I want to make a point to that later on the show. I'm okay. glad you brought that up. So you have who's who's won Super Bowls in the recent history? Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Joe Flacco, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a run fifth quarterback. He still looks through his progression before moving. You say that about Andrew Luck, and he can run. Russell Wilson, yeah, but they don't. You know, they don't unless they need to, unless they need to evade the pocket right. and try to get a first down. Um, you saw Andrew Luck do that tw- two or three times really in, on really important plays this past weekend, but you'll never have a quarterback that's a run first or even run second guy. You need your pocket quarterback to win Super Bowls, and it's been proof positive throughout history, and I do believe this is a flash in the pan with all of the guys that are coming out running. I think Johnny Manziel is going to have an issue with that coming in, as, as you stated before, but I think Nick Foles will, is going to be perfect for this offense, and give it to Chip Kelly for for moving his offense around to make it NFL friendly. You can't run a spread offense in the NFL, especially the way he did in Oregon. You can't run defense. 70 play you can't run 70 plays a game and expect to keep any of your guys healthy or or not winded. So, I believe they did the right thing. Nick Foles only he threw for under 200 yards and completed the ball 23 times. So, you can give this more to New Orleans defense than Philly's offense in in this situation in the playoff game. The New Orleans Saints had no business winning this game with uh, Drew Brees throwing two interceptions, two calls, two bad ones, two bad interceptions that you would think that those were San Diego interceptions. Yeah, you would think that uh, New Orleans, you would think that Nick Foles throw those interceptions, but he they had no business winning this game on a roll. Anytime you throw an interception, you put yourself behind the eight ball and winning football games. He throws two, two at the wrong time. Well, they were early in the game, so um, they were able to overcome those. And then Philadelphia did nothing with those turnovers. So the Philadelphia, the New Orleans Saints win 26-24. Do they go into Seattle after being smashed back-to-back years in Seattle? Do they go in Seattle and figure it out this year? Well, it's funny because this, this could be the poetic justice for Matt Hasselbeck and Marshawn Lynch against them <laughs> until, like, two years ago when they were 7-9 and nine and won the division. Um I do believe that with the progress of things in the past three years, Green Bay, Giants, 
uh, Ravens were all six seed, or they were all wild card teams, and they won the Super Bowl. Right. So I feel like even though it's more difficult to go on the road all the way through to the Super Bowl and then obviously play on the road in the Super Bowl, you have that innate we have nothing to lose kind of thing now. So I, I, Ooh, feel, like, I feel like all the pressure is on Seattle. All of the pressure is on Russell Wilson in Seattle. Pete Carroll, he's won national championships. He's done what he can do. He, he's done way more than anybody thought he would do in Seattle. So the pressure is really off him. His job is secure. Russell Wilson, if they lose this game, will be looked at as a very nice quarterback who can't win a game that's, that, that's, uh, that's important. He's still young in his career. But you, I look, at, you look at the, um, the New Orleans Saints. They lost that game in Seattle because they made a lot of mistakes that the New Orleans Saints don't make. So that's how they lost that game. You looked at what the Cardinals did. Are you talking did. about a couple years ago? No, I'm talking about this year. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they made a lot of mistakes. 38-7? Yeah, but they made some, they made some unlikely mistakes but professional guys don't, shouldn't make. Uh, so I, I looked for this to be a game. I looked for you know, uh, the New Orleans Saints to go. And, and you can look at it both ways. The Seattle Seahawks resting up, getting their guys healthy. They're getting a, a strategic game plan against the uh, Saints, who's going to come in, a team that they played earlier this year. And things change from game to game, play to play. But you look at the uh, New Orleans Saints who's going in fresh off this, fresh off of a win on the road, got the momentum, can go in there, uh, knowing that they made those mistakes they made in the first uh, first game they played against the Seattle Seahawks, that they can come out and come out with a win. Now, do they try and establish the run right away? Because if they establish run right, if they try to establish run right away, and Mark Ingram has seven carries for nine yards if in the, the first quarter, if the defense stands up, if the New Orleans Saints defense stand up, you have to run the ball to keep that defense honest. We we talked about, we make mention about the uh, Seattle Seahawks defense that early in the year, the, the free agent picks ups and the, the drafts and how they schemed that defense was the best defense in the league at some at one point. But you have to run the ball if you're the New Orleans Saints. You have Pierre Thomas who's probably going to come back. Sproles, who wasn't. The intricate part, we thought he would be in the Philadelphia game, but he's still Darren Sproles. He's still on the field, yeah. He, he will be on the field. Uh, Pierre Thomas, Darren Sproles, and you got Mark Ingram. I don't see why you not run the football, even though Drew Brees is a passing phenom uh, with those receivers he have and Meacham and uh, Colston. He have guys over there. They they seem what a balanced team, but if that defense of the New Orleans Saints holds up, then you could make efforts to run the ball because you have to keep the Seattle defense honest and with, and stopping the run. If, if not, they can sit back and there's nowhere to throw the ball if you Drew Brees. And, yeah. you, know and you, keep, you get Jimmy Graham involved right away. Right you away. Cannot, he has to be. He should have the best game of his life. He has to be there. He, he three catches, 44 yards, which is awful for, for his standards. You, don't, you target him 10 or 12 times. You, may, you throw the ball up in the air and make those defenders make plays against him because he's the single-handed most important receiver on any team in the NFL for the betterment of that team. And he's the toughest one to guard. He's the biggest freak of na- What is he, 6'7", 260. Six, he's got six. long arms. He can catch anything. Throw him the ball. Throw, throw fader outs. Throw any way to get him the ball. And take away the red zone because you know you're looking for him in the red zone. Him and Marcus Colson are his guys in the red zone. Look at him down the field. He's Target him of- 12 to 15 times. Give him Calvin Johnson numbers. You have to to beat this team. He's one of those guys that uh, fits into the blueprint of what tight ends now. You get you get a basketball guy, a big power forward that can run and has great hands and make him a football player uh, with his uh, physical attributes and his mentality of, of, of aggressive mentality. Jimmy Graham is the he's my X factor in this game of them winning that game. You talk about the receivers and how they throw the ball, but Drew Brees looked for this guy like Tony Romo looks for Whitman, uh, Jason Whitman. You have to start feeding him early. And often, and and they win this game on the road. I haven't come down yet. Now we have more shows to do this week. I haven't come down yet to see who I'm going to pick in this game as far as to 
the New Orleans Saints on the road in the Seattle. I still like Seattle. I'm still leaning towards Seattle. But as the, as the week goes on, practice goes on, we, we'll figure that yeah, out. Yeah, the playoffs are a beautiful thing. You never, know, you never know what's going to happen. They are. Um, but I, I do think the um, – I do think the uh, New Orleans Saints go in and they make it a better game because they made too many mistakes earlier. Yeah, on. and at least they'll have the weather on their yeah. side. I mean, at least it's not going to be as cold as Philly there. It's, I mean, it's going to be loud. It's going to be, you know, it's the toughest place to play in the NFL, probably aside from the Superdome. And you need to not make mistakes because they will eat you up. Seattle will eat you up if you turn the ball over. This, the the uh, Seattle defense has to show up. They have Not that they haven't showed up in a lot of games, but they have been – Bits and pieces of blueprints where you can find a way to beat this guy. Well, yeah, but their defense team. can show up, but if their offense doesn't put up any points, like look at the Cardinals game. Their defense played really well, but they didn't put up any points. Their offense didn't put up any points. So, I so mean, well, it has to be both sides. And I, I mean, I'm picking the Saints to win this game just because of veteran leadership and better position players offensively than Seattle has. Well, Alex already picked his. I'll pick mine somewhere during the season, but I am leaning toward. I mean, uh, later on during this week, but I am leaning towards the, uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Quam Blast Sports Talk, Alex Clancy. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Welcome back, 888-346-9144, Kwamalasa Sport Talk, Alex Clancy in the studio as always. Alex, by the way, you might be hosting uh, Tuesday, Thursday, if I don't get here in time, I have to train the guys at Athletes Performance. If I don't sound as sexy as I normally do, uh, it's because I might be a bit under the weather. I was coughing earlier this week, man, it just started, then my nose just started running. Yeah, this is it's going around. <clears throat> it, it is. Uh, 
it's kind of like that outbreak we were, talk, we were talking before the show started. That little monkey, that little, out, <laughs> that little outbreak monkey. I don't know. I don't, I don't really get sick, but I don't think I do. But when I do, it's always bad. The so. mental sickness will take a side. <laughs> My mental sickness. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. But I'm fasting too. I'm also starting to fast. I'm fasting 21 days. A little Daniel fast. Uh, so you normally see me with my tea. Yeah, it's all water, water, no sugar, oatmeal, salad, no, sh- yeah, a bunch of stuff that I can't eat that I like, which is fine. I don't have a problem with having alcohol. It's not a big deal. All right. Well, enough about me. Let's get into some. Uh, never enough. Never enough. What, about do we, me. <laughs> what do we got? As I drink my water. What do we, what do we got? I, well, I got the I got the Kansas City Chiefs. <clears throat> I got the Kansas City Chiefs, and I got the Indianapolis Colts. Let me ask you this. With Kansas City Chiefs last week set out uh, most of their players, referee. Now, we can go on about the referee making a bad call in, in the Kansas City. Got to get lucky in this game. <clears throat> you got to. Forgive the coughing, by the way. Uh, most studios have a button you can push, and you never hear it. <laughs> but uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the Indianapolis Colts, all the, the – now, they set out their players in that game. Uh, they had some fresh players, but these guys came in, and you lost – Three, you lost four or five of your key players yeah, in the three City top game guys. in the first quarter yeah. of a game. Yeah. But you were winning the game. I was watching this game. When I saw it was 38 to 10, 31 to 10, something like that, it was no longer interesting to me. I'm like, Andy Reid is the coach. There's no way Andy Reid let that any team come back. Any team, the best team in the history of ever in National Football League should not be able to come back on you. But it has been done. Remember Frank Wright in Buffalo? It has been done. Yeah. Uh, before, <clears throat> I believe it was a 28-point deficit. These guys come back from uh, Indianapolis Colts. But I also want to ask you a question about Andrew Luck. How good is Andrew Luck? And, and, I'm, and I'm being facetious when I ask that. How okay. good is Andrew well, Luck? Well, and I'm going to answer with your answer traditionally, which would be, if he didn't make any mistakes in the first half, he wouldn't have to come back. Mm-hmm. That, that's what you said. Because remember I said... That's true. Because I remember true. I said nine nine... Fourth quarter or overtime comebacks in his rookie year for wins. And that's what won Bruce Arians. The, the, like that's, okay, take that aside. He has what Andy Dalton does not have, which is it. He has the ability to take himself away from the pressure and just play football. I think it's sometimes he's just bored. I, I, I don't understand where his mental capacity is in the Andrew first Luck. half. Yeah. He threw for, he ended up throwing for 443, I think, 29 to 45. He threw three really bad interceptions, like interceptions that I would throw if I was playing Madden or but something. But he shouldn't. But my, that's I that's one of my points. Well, he shouldn't be throwing. Those I understand that, but he has the ability that a lot of young quarterbacks don't have to come back once they get down. Like a- Andy Dalton, I'm just going to say one more quick thing about him. What, when he got down on himself, take away Ronnie Brown's touchdown at the end. When he got down, that was it. Like he was he was checked out. He threw that he threw that last interception to uh to or uh whatever the um. The, D, the linebacker is for San Diego. But Andrew Luck comes back. They gave up the big play twice. The T.Y. Hilton catch, you don't let anybody behind you. You cannot let anybody behind you, especially with five minutes left in the game where Indianapolis is driving. So I do think Andy Andrew Luck has it that these other young guys don't have, and that's why you're able to let Peyton Manning go because you saw it in college. And in the fourth quarter of this football game, the, the Kansas City Chiefs only scored three points. In the fourth quarter of this game, the Indianapolis Colts scores 14 points. Yeah, they put up 35 points in the second half. You, you can't do that. No one, first of all, what happened to that defense that had eight pro bowlers on it last year? What happened to that defense that uh, being coached, overlooked by Andy Reid, 
who in my opinion is an offensive minded guy. But when you have a 38 to 10 score lead with 11 know, minutes you, left in the third, you don't lose those football games. No. You don't let guys get behind you. But I, I say to you, you can't, you can't understand that he threw three interceptions and, and then he's still that same guy. There's no way that, that don't even make sense. But he's, he's making plays. If this was his first year, I, I understand that. I understand it. But we all think he's special. Um, well, it's he his second year. It's his second year. But he got a grasp of that offense. It's not like it, this offense is his offense now. He has a grasp of it. There's no way you make those throws. If you you, you throw an out route, your guy get it or it hits the ground. Your yeah, guy get it or it's out of bounds. There's no way you make those throws where guys are taking them back the other way. You're having a 24-year-old kid throw the ball 45 times in a playoff game. He's going to make mistakes. I, I don't care how Drew Brees, Drew Brees throws interceptions all the time, but nobody talks about that. Drew Brees win football game. Drew Brees won a Super Bowl. I, I could talk about that I understand that, that but Drew Brees has been in the league 12 years. I, I understand and that. And he wasn't as good as Andrew Luck coming in. What? He wasn't. Drew Brees coming out of Purdue wasn't as good as Andrew Luck is now in his second in year. In San Diego? Yeah. Drew Brees is good. Drew Brees has always been good. I understand that. Was he winning playoff games his second year in the league? Uh, I, don't, I don't have to look. I don't know. No. Did you look and check? Or are you just saying no because I don't, you want to I think it took him four or five years Luck. to win a playoff game. Okay. Andrew Luck should not be throwing those balls. It's his second year, but this is his offense. This is not an offense that he's just taken over. This is not Peyton Manning's offense. This is Andrew's Luck offense. They... He does it 45 times. I don't care he's 24 years old. He threw the ball 45 times. You're the quarterback of the franchise that Peyton Manning had. This is your team now. Yeah. Nobody, no one's talking about Peyton Manning in Indianapolis anymore. It's Drew Br- It's uh, I'm sorry, it's Andrew Luck. Yeah. This is his offense. Those throws are Ill- collegiate throws. Okay. You don't throw those balls. Uh, you Either you ca- your man, ca- your, your teammate catches this. Or it hits the ground, or it goes out of okay, bounds. Okay, you're nitpicking now. I'm nitpicking out. I know what out routes. I know what out routes. Uh, when you and when you not throw them, you like to throw the out route. You don't throw across your body. Most times, that's disaster. Not saying he did this in this case, but if you throw an out route, it's all timing. So either Andrew Luck or his receiver didn't have the timing. Maybe even one step difference in an out route makes a whole lot of difference to a defensive back reading that. I teach these guys all the time. Don't look at the quarterback. When the receiver when the when the receiver break, you break. Don't look at the quarterback because you're never gonna get there as fast as the ball is unless you get to where you're supposed to be first. That is not nitpicking. If any offensive coordinator, any offensive minded guy, any receiver coach, or any quarterback coach will tell these guys, what kind of throw was that? You think that was a good throw? Again, we put Andrew Luck on a higher level because of what he did last year. What he did at Stanford was already in the professional offense. He threw picks there too. <laughs> I mean, he in he's, college he's he picks. threw picks in college where their guys are not that great uh, on a collegiate level at a consistent basis. You're talking like they lost. You, I'm, this I'm is the talking, second best playoff comeback you are, in, you in history. Are out of your and mind. He's a kid. I'm not talking about like they lost. I'm talking about you going on to the playoffs. Now you got go. You think you can throw those interceptions in New England and win that game? You cannot do. They that. They already beat him in New England once this year. Do you think he throw three interceptions and win a game in New England? If he throws for 450 yards and four he's touchdowns, he's playing against three Tom Brady. So he's playing against Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Play not Alex Smith. Alex Smith was made because of the head coach in San Francisco. Alex Smith had a career day. He didn't throw one interception. He had interception. a career day, but Andrew Luck was playing against a scout team this year, this week. Past weekend, he played against a scout team. Five guys went down. Two corners went down. He, The best corner, in, one of the, arguably the best corner in football in the NFL went down in flowers. So obviously, you're smart enough to pick on that guy, but you can't throw three interceptions. 
that plays that should. You can't throw three interceptions and expect to win a football game. Lucky he was at home. Lucky those guys, five guys, top guys, starters, go down for Kansas City. Okay. And that's not his fault. But he goes in there. Jamal Charles plays. goes down, and they score 40, 44 Jamal points. Jamal Charles was not a factor in this game. He went down in the first quarter. So He's not a factor in this game. How is that not a factor? You just said that five guys went. You said that five guys went down, and the best player on their Jamal team Charles plays offense, down. not defense. I understand that. I'm talking about Andrew Luck, who plays offense, who's a quarterback of team. Are you watching the same game we're watching? I am. Well, did you see these throws? Are you watching these? I throws? saw three of his throws. Yeah, you saw three of the interceptions. I that also he saw a fumble on the you goal are, line that he picked up you, and jumped over. Are the you goal. making sense of, the, of of what he's doing as a quarterback? This is your franchise quarterback. Yeah. This is going to be your guy for the next 12, 15 yeah. years. You don't make those throws. I would take him over Russell Wilson 100 times out of 100. Where Russell Wilson come in at? I'm just saying. Where did that come in I'm just saying he supposedly looked at as the best ta- young quarterback. I'm just saying I no, would take him. No, he's not. No, I would he's take not. Him. He's not looked at the best quarterback. Andrew Luck is looked at as the best young quarterback. Where did Russell Wilson come in at? I'm talking about Andrew Luck and his ill-advised throws to the out. It's an out route. I'm not okay. talking about that. I get it. Out routes are more, they're wider, they're wider throws no, than I anything else. Yeah. You don't make those throws. Okay. They had no, he, they Maybe when you see the replay, you know what I'm talking about. But they had no heat on them, and it could have been the timing. It could have been the timing and the quarterback and receiver, or it could have been the timing and the receiver to the quarterback. One, either way, you don't make those throws that goes the other way. Okay, no, I get that, and I said that he made three bad throws out of 45. Which is fine. But you just say he threw the ball 45 times. Yeah, like that was a problem. I don't care if you threw the ball 55 times. You you the quarterback you throw you do what you're supposed to do to win a football game and he did. He was that. coming. From I don't. Behind I don't the put, whole game. I don't put any. He's uh, got. He's got. A, he's he's coming from he's behind. Push he's got the home. issue. So it's who cares? Who, who exactly? He's coming from behind. It's not like he had he's a comeback win. He's with, the reason why they were behind. It's not like oh Andrew Luck oh, had so another the comeback. Had nothing to do with that. that the demons letting let. I think it was a 79 yard catch to Donnie Avery, 60 yard catch to Dwayne. The same Bro, way the Kansas City Chiefs let them guys come back into a football game. The same reason they did. The same reason Andrew Luck was able to come back. They went, they win the game 45-45. Second most, and I think the first one was the Buffalo Bills and, uh, who were they playing? Miami Oil- Do- oh, no, no, no. I don't know. I know it was the Bills, but they needed overtime for that. They took the lead with six minutes left. <laughs> Houston, I think it was playing the Houston Oilers. Buffalo yeah. Bills and Houston Oilers were playing that game. Frank Wright comes back. Jim Kelly goes out. Frank Wright, uh, wins that game. All I'm saying about this game, I don't care if I'm talking about like they lost the game or not. I'm talking about those three throws that we that Andrew Luck shouldn't make. He's he's the guy. He is the guy, Indy. You didn't make he's it look. You make this big of a deal with Drew Brees threw two interceptions. You I, said, I did. We, we're talking about that. You said we one sentence. We, oh, he threw two interceptions. They were in the first half. Let's move on. I, You're blowing up this kid for coming back. It's thirty-eight ten. Yeah, he made a couple bad going, throws. He came up back against the scout team defense. I'm, I'm not uh, Drew Brees. You talking about another guy? I did make that same thing. How long you want me to talk about it? You want me to get him the same amount of time? As I talk about Drew Brees, as I talk about Andrew Luck, that makes no difference. I'm talking about the same thing. Drew Brees coming to the game, he throws two interceptions. Yeah. Ill-advised throws that he shouldn't have made. First of all, when he threw the ball the first time, that, it wasn't an interception. And that was the end it of the conversation, have, he, and now you're, you know, you're ranting on about Andrew Luck throwing three we bad talk, passes. Because now I'm on Indianapolis and the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, you used the whole you used I eight asked minutes you talking about making was, bad passes. I asked you facetiously how good was Andrew Luck. And, and, I thought, and, 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 and he I'm telling fantastic. You, well, to you, he's fantastic. That's, yeah. yeah. To you, he's fantastic. Until you do something else, then you come back with another story about how he's, well, he shouldn't have did this, shouldn't have did that. You're never going to fall fault in a guy you like because you're that That's type not, of guy. What are you talking you're about? You're never going to fall they fault in a the guy. They, they won, won the game. I'm not talking about the winning and losing. You, Why? You, 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 you can have an awful game as a quarterback, but you, if you, you lead make your team a, back. Yeah, if you watch go film, when you watch a film, the game is not, didn't ask anybody that, that has done it. And when you watch film, it's not as bad or good as you think. 
Now, from us outside looking in, so, w- so it, winning it, it is look, not good. good. Winning is not good. Winning is so not him, good. So him, I'm not talking about not the winning and losses. I'm, I'm talking about those throws. He's learning on the job. <laughs> Everybody's learning on drops. So okay, who, but who's not who's not learning on job? I understand that, but these who's guys, not, that, he's not you a can't veteran. Keep saying you understand something, and then your point is not valid to anything. He is learning because he was given the keys to the castle as a we rookie. We gotta take a break. Oh, we gotta take a break. We'll come back and we will talk. Andrew Luck. He's learning on the job. Really, this is his offense. This is his offense. Kwame Lock so Sports what? Talk. We'll come back and we'll finish up on some Andrew Luck. And we won't talk about Drew Brees, but we'll come back and talk Andrew Luck ill advised throws. Not winning and losing. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for the keywords World Talk Radio. Once you're a part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the World Talk Radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for World Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Joe Swedish, CEO of WellPoint. We proudly support the March of Dimes and all they do to reduce the rate of premature birth in the United States. Though premature births have recently declined, still half a million babies are born too soon each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs that help moms and their babies live healthier lives. Please visit MarchofDimes.com and join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Hey, welcome back to the Quarterly Sports Talk, 888 346 If you want to join the show, uh, we are taking calls right now. Uh, we're talking, uh, we talked Philadelphia and the Saints. Uh, now we were on the, we'll finish up on. Kansas City and the um, Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts winners this game. We will get into we, definitely next will be the San Diego Chargers and the Bengals. Indianapolis winners game. I don't have a problem with they winning the game. I'm an Andrew Luck fan. This is Andrew Luck's team. Winning is the cure of all. They came back from a deficit of 28 points. My point was how good is Andrew Luck in a situation where he's still making those throws um, after we put him on a pedestal as the top young guy in the league. You just don't, if you look at him throws, I'm looking at him throws, I'm like, I don't think he make those throws. That's why it's so surprising to me. I don't care if he's learning a job. Everybody's learning a job. Even if you're there 15 years, you're still learning a job. There's always something new that you can find out about yourself or the direction you're trying to go. Will he learn from these mistakes? Definitely. He's that type of guy. He was playing in a professional, in my opinion, in a professional system at Stanford University. Uh, he comes in, and it's a reason why the Indianapolis Colts can make that decision to get rid of a Peyton Manning, um, whom some people still in Indianapolis think he's the god there. Uh, but Andrew Luck haven't let them down yet. 
He's he's playing without a um, one of his top receivers. He's playing. He's making uh, uh, T. Y. Hilton. I can't say he's making him a star because T. Y. Hilton is bailing him out also. Um, both of these guys are uh, complementary to each other, and when you get the uh, the whole package back together, then the Niners coach will be a good team. My my point was he made some ill-advised throws that he were able to come back from, but you just don't. And I and I always have a point to say. Don't say the quarterback is had this many comebacks when he put you in that situation. Uh, that I do have a problem with that. But the, the throws I see in the interception I saw, it didn't look Andrew Luck-like. They happened. We'll see if he learned from them. I don't think he'd be able to do that against the New England Patriots. Can they beat the New England Patriots? Alex and I was talking about this off the air. Definitely, they can beat the New England Patriots. They have to go on the road to them. There's a lot of teams that can beat the New England Patriots that we thought had the game during the regular season. Like uh, a Miami, Denver. Like a Denver, like a Miami Dolphins. But you got Tom Brady. He's also absent in uh, missing Gronkowski. He, yeah. he won't be there. But Tom Brady has, as much as I, I put on him this year about his demeanor to the receivers, he got those guys playing. But you can see a lot of guys just doing their job on the field and not really, you know, not really getting close to – they are professional, not really getting close to Tom Brady, but they are professional. When the clock starts, when the game starts, they got a job to do. Yeah. So you don't have to have best friends. You have to go out there and do your job because there's only one goal – on Sunday, and that's to win that game, which the Indianapolis Colts did, and that was not the uh, point. The Cincinnati, you got anything else on that? Yeah, just really quick. Um, Andrew Luck is making Kobe Fleener's his Dallas Clark, T.Y. Hilton is his Reggie Wayne. For if we're going to compare really quickly to Peyton, because he's always going to be compared to Peyton Manning until he wins the Super Bowl. That's just always how it's going to be. Which he will win. Yeah. So he has what Peyton Manning. Made from his team drafting Kobe Fleener was a fantastic idea by by uh, the wasn't Indianapolis that, a guy? Front that was his, his that was Stanford, guy Stanford yeah. yeah. So th- he has his Dallas Clark, he has his Reggie Wayne, and Reggie Wayne's now the Marvin Harrison. So you have the same makeup. The defense is okay, and as a number one overall pick in recent history, he is proving immediate dividends that usually takes a little bit longer to do. So everything that they've done from a financial standpoint of letting Peyton Manning go and not having to pay him two hundred million dollars, whatever the hell it was. And allow and still being relevant, it's working. So it, it's a work in progress still, and it will continue to be. And uh, we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm just happy that they did come back, made it a game, even if they would have lost. Coming back and showing the intestinal fortitude of coming back 28 down in a playoff game at home, um, it just showed a lot for me from that team as a whole. I, and I, as the coach, Chuck Pagano, how happy he was on the sideline. And Andy Reid, you can Andy Reid still can't win a big game. And this is a huge game, especially because they lost five out of seven going into the going into the playoffs. Anytime you can win is huge, especially with the with the way the lead is right now. Anybody can show up at your home or away and you win that football game. Uh, so Pagano has to be happy about that. But how they did it uh, gives his team gives him even more to talk about going into a game where most going to have the New England Patriots as a a, a favorite. Yeah, I to mean, win and I'm game. sure his his thing is going to be like, well, why can't we do that from the beginning? Why do we have to go down four scores to actually turn it on? Well, you, which I'm sure he said a thousand you, times. I guarantee you, that I I really believe they should have never got behind 38-10 at home. Not not the kind of team they are. Enough of the Reggie Wayne talk that he doesn't have. He has a um, running back by committee. I think Brown has the uh, starting job. He only had uh, 55 carries. Trent Richardson touched the ball one time. He fumbled. fumbled it. Never got back in the game. Donald Brown uh, looked good, though. Don- he is, he, you know? He is their guy. He is their guy, but 
that was the situation was predicated on them having to pass the ball because they were down by twenty eight points. So but he, he didn't get an opportunity. He, he scored a touchdown out he, of the out of uh, yeah he pass, scored, yeah he, a receiving touchdown. Yeah. He scored a touchdown, but out of the pass they couldn't have uh, they couldn't run the ball like they wanted to, and that should have been the game plan alone. But when you get behind, circumstances change. You have to throw the ball, which you make mention he threw the ball forty five times. Four touchdowns, 443 yards, outstanding. Alex Smith, I didn't say Alex Smith had a bad game at all. Alex Smith had a great game. Um, Dwayne Bowe could have bailed him out in one of the games, and that's talking about a different ball game. Um, but I think uh, the coach in San Francisco made Alex Smith a great quarterback. He was never a bad quarterback with just the situations he put in. So that's why I thought going to Kansas City was a change of pace. A lot of other offensive coordinators and coaches in his beginning, too. He was never given a chance in San Francisco. And I thought he was um, – where did he go? Cal coming out of no you Utah. Go? Utah with Urban Utah. Meyer. That's with, what it was. Well, Urban with Meyer. Urban Meyer. So Urban Meyer, Utah. Um, uh, but I, I thought he was, you know, a perfect fitting same for him. But you know, Kansas City uh, seems like a home for him. They have to find a way to get over the hump, and that's more so Andy Reid winning playoff. Good games. step forward, though. Speaking of not giving up, winning the big games, not getting <laughs> out of playoffs. That's that's Marvin Lewis, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, who was my favorite to win at home because they have a running game. You you probably never have to pass the ball and they can win football games. And then they have Andy Dalton who doesn't talk like he doesn't talk like a a Drew Brees. He doesn't talk like and he don't have to. Everyone everyone's their own man. He doesn't talk like and when I say a Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, uh even so even so much uh Eli Manning or Tom Brady and those guys, I don't see the confidence in his his demeanor. I don't see the confidence in his voice when he loses football games. He's this is his third this is his third game. There's some confidence you can get out of a situation that you can build on. But Marvin Lewis, he was there for 11 years. And first of all, he swept the AFC North, 8-8. Eight and eight. And I remember they did that about three years ago, maybe four years ago. And they lost in the first round again. So and they haven't lo- they haven't lost at home this year either. They haven't lost at home. Yeah. And then they get to the playoffs. And, and Drew Brees come in. Um Throw the ball 16 times, 128 yards, one touchdown, and you would think it was just the opposite, but their defense played well in San Diego. Their defense always played well most times in San Diego. But a team like the Cincinnati Bengals, who's loaded at most positions, uh, you have a, a Green, Andy Dalton, the combination we thought was great when they came in together. It's just didn't, they can't win they can't win playoff games. Yeah, They can't win playoff games, and, and, and now that's more much pointing the finger at Marvin Lewis than anything. Yeah, I mean, you can... First thing I thought about yesterday was A.J. Green, how he was just non-existent. He had the huge drop at the end of the game to keep it to keep it interesting before uh, before Ronnie Brown had that run back, the, the 58-yard touchdown run. This just shows how much better Calvin Johnson is than him because Calvin Johnson will always get the targets, always can make plays even though he's triple teamed. I'm going to say that aside. Um, Andy Dalton played awful. He played awfully. He had... Two awful interceptions. Melvin Ingram is who I was talking about for the, the second interception on the out route that he lofted that he lobbed over there. Right. You, uh, if the you tight throw an out route, that's all time. Um, that's, that, those are easy picks for a defensive. Those back. are the the two things like that stood out to me. The bad interceptions he threw, and then Giovanni Bernard's got to hang on to the football. He's running into the end zone on the three yard line and just and the, I think that was Melvin Ingram too, right. who stripped it from behind. But he has he has Tiki Barbaritis right now, and he's got to learn how to play and hang on to the football. Um, and he dropped that huge third down pass. Uh, I think it was like third and eight. He caught it seven yards deep and just dropped it all by himself um, when they were starting to drive, trying to trying to get some momentum to get down and score. So, I mean, and from the Chargers side, you could see 
that now they have a three-headed monster in the backfield. Ronnie Brown, take away the 58-yard touchdown run. Um, Danny Woodhead and Ryan Matthews touched the ball 28 times combined for over 100 yards. So they have they have a lot of stuff coming in the backfield. And, um, you know, their receivers are all... The receivers can all make a big play. We just see with Danny Woodhead, Eddie Royal, um, Ladarius Green. You have all these guys that can make big plays. So all you can do is not turn the ball over and you win football games. Like, look at what happened. Well, that's that's just it. And this is the playoffs. Andy Dalton shows up in regular season. But playoffs, I don't know where this guy is. And then the way he talks in his press conference afterwards, it just don't seem like... I'd feel dejected. I wouldn't want to be on TV ever again after what he did. That's three years in a row. He's now leading the Bengals in postseason turnovers through three years. Six turnovers, I think. I believe it is one touchdown. You, you just don't do that when you sweep your whole... And this touchdown, he was a split second away from getting sacked his face off, and it ended up going over there to, uh, to Jermaine Grisham. First of all, so. you sweep the AFC North. That's, that's what the Pittsburgh Steelers... That's what the uh, Baltimore Ravens and who was the Tennessee Browns, uh, Cleveland Browns. I'm sorry, and the Cleveland Browns. You sweep those team, two, those three teams, and you can't win a playoff game at home. Anytime you get home field advantage, that that favors well for you for your team and your organization. Andy Dalton just didn't get it done. He didn't get it done at all. I don't like his demeanor, his attitude. I'm not saying he's not the guy, <clears throat> but when you approach yourself. When your approach after the game is, well, this is this this is so downward um, that those guys can't really follow him. Who do you point to? I do I do believe Marvin Lewis have to be on the hot seat. He has to be. It's eleven. This is his eleventh year. He can't win a game. And but I will say, just on a lighter note, he has the best coach run I've ever seen. Coming off the field, very compact. I saw that yesterday. He has naked laughing. pictures of somebody where he shouldn't <laughs> be in Cincinnati. Man, you you had teams where you can get in, where you make a long run. You have the most depth in any team in the AFC. I thought they would go to Kansas City. I mean, I'm sorry, Cincinnati. I thought they would go to New England and pull it off, pull it off with the uh, with the weapons they have. Bernard, who came into his own this year, you're right. He has to hold on to the football. This but he's is a rookie. I mean, you got to take what you can take from. I don't him. care if you're a rookie or not. You got to hold on to the football. If you if you don't if you don't trust the guy, take him out, put somebody else in. Somebody can hold on to it, but that was the best guy for the job. Uh, I'm not taking away what he did all year for that team to get him to the point because I do put more of this on the uh, Dalton and A.J. Green not coming up with the big plays. A.J. Green had three catches for 34 yards. And one huge 70-yard drop. In the playoffs. Yeah. This is when you show up. This is when you show up. All that stuff in the uh, regular season is good to get you here, but when you show up, they got to know why you're here. The Chargers' defensive scheme was fantastic. Keep everybody in front of you. Keep Marvin Jones and AJ Green in front of you. Give up the give up. I mean, if you have to give up a first down to to keep away from the breakaway for AJ Green, you do it because they're they're an eighty yard touchdown pass waiting to happen. So they they the secondary played fantastically well. It dies a great rookie, undrafted rookie that they've trusted to uh, to start in the playoffs, and you know they look good. Melvin Ingram, all of their guys are healthy now. All of their all of their uh, linebackers are healthy. It's um. It'll be interesting. I mean, Nick Hardwick went out and didn't come back, so hopefully he'll be back for next week because they need him under center. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll finish off with the San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, another great game. So I'm looking forward to this yeah, weekend. Yeah, it's going to be good. This weekend should be good. Kwame Sports Talk. We'll be right back.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Welcome back to the show. This is uh, Quam Blossom Sports Talk. And I say, uh, because I'm trying to figure out, you know, is this sexy voice right? I do have a, I have a cold. Somewhat of a cold, so I'm taking my um, cough drops and some Robitussin and all that stuff. Welcome back to the show. Last segment eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Alex Clancy in the studio as always. Uh, San Francisco Forty ers Green Bay Packers game. Great game. <clears throat> I still, after watching this game, I still don't feel like San Fran should have been playing in Green Bay. I know it's the it's the format of what it is, but you have to fix that. You have to fix that twelve and four team who put some work in. In the toughest division, in one of the toughest divisions, and then you have an eight, seven, and one team. Division wasn't so tough, in my opinion. Uh, with a lot, of, it was more slightly above average than anything in the uh, AFC, um, NFC North. I'm sorry, and the uh, Detroit, Chicago, Green Bay, and who else is it? Minnesota. Minnesota, <laughs> really. So the San Francisco 49ers have to go to Green Bay to play. They win this game 23-20. Kaepernick did a great job with his legs. Still, I, I didn't really feel like he had to throw. I think the um, I think the coaching staff over there is great. You remember when he came in, it was more run and shoot, pistol, mm-hmm. even with uh, Frank Gore and those guys. I thought Eddie, Eddie Lacy would be a factor. He did have 81 yards on 21 carries uh, for Green Bay. And that's serviceable, and that's pretty good. That's a commitment to run. That's an honesty. you got to hold the D-line linebackers at bay with that. But I thought the San Francisco 49ers last year, what they did with Kaepernick, is to run him out, and then they come back this year and make him a quarterback, drop-back quarterback. And then back here in the playoffs is where he's using his legs. He And he has – but he has Crabtree also. Yeah. Crabtree is back, and that was a huge plus of coming back. 125 yards on eight receptions. Yeah, 75 yards on the first on the first uh, drive. The first drive, which was was which was outstanding. Um, but, but you you were going against Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, um, and, and and as this game went on and as I watched more of it, I thought whichever one of these quarterbacks 
get the ball last is who gonna win the game because no one was really stopping them as far as field position. They weren't getting in the end zone, but as far as field position, um, I thought it would come down, come down to the kicker and Kaepernick ended up having the ball last. He had one play that I thought was outstanding. It was a, it was a pass play that turned into a run play, uh-huh. but the pump fake was so hard. It, that he 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 bought everyone inside and made everyone jump up and just went outside for probably a 12, 15 yard game, which was got a first down, which was outstanding. Right then, I knew if he keep the ball in his hand, and when and this is what I would say to the quarterback: if you know you're going to run, tuck the ball away. He's running with the ball out. It's cold. First of all, those balls are slippery. Don't don't leave any chance for anything silly to happen. And that's the ball slipping out your hands and fumble, and that's yeah. a fumble for no reason. If anybody tells you that somebody's faster as a quarterback in the NFL than Colin Kaepernick slash Cam Newton, I'd say you're crazy. Colin Kaepernick is a good. I mean, he, his strides. You talking about starting quarterback? But Michael Vick still runs a four four. Yeah, but he can't get on the field. Yeah. You have you have because uh, Kaepernick. Because I mean, it it seems like he has four yard strides when he's running the ball. He's always in space. He's never trying to juke anybody out. He's not afraid of going out of bounds. He's not afraid of sliding early so he doesn't get hurt. So he, I mean, Andy Dalton need to take a page of his sliding techniques. Uh, most oh my goodness gracious, we didn't even talk about that. Um, but yeah, you know, he looked great, and I think you're right. Michael Crabtree. So you have Michael Crabtree, Anquan Bolden, and Vernon Davis, three solid, sure-handed receiver, tight end receiver, who can get in the end zone, and who you can trust to run their routes correctly. Like Michael Crabtree. I mean, you thought that they were crazy. That uh, Oakland was crazy for not taking him over Darius Hayward Banks. He he was a basket case out of Texas Tech. They had that huge win over who was it? Uh, Texas, where, where he scored the the tippy toe three yard. So you thought Crab he was going to be a right? superstar, yeah. yeah. And it took him a while, and now he's he he's not only their third down receiver now, he's their first, second, and third down receiver. So you don't really need a deep threat in this offense, and it's made it, made it easier Crabtree for... Crabtree is the guy, but now you got Anquan who grown across the middle, which he I think he does best. Anquan has never been scared. He's never been scared. He's a, he's a lot of linebacker. He's like the Roderick Test of the, of the of the NFL body body wise. Nobody's I, I, ever. I love the him. way he plays the game. Uh, the guy plays the game how the guys play in the center. So you don't have to run the the read option pistol offense when you have these three solid receivers that can run any sort of uh, any sort of routes for you. And the broken plays, yes, Kaepernick can still run, but I like how he's slowly starting to progress into a pocket passer, a la Cam Newton. And their numbers aren't as big as they were last year, but they're winning more games, and it's better for the team when they're when they're in the pocket. Yeah, I don't like the it, don't change a quarterback to what he is. I, I've been around a lot of quarterbacks, and I've seen some. They come out running, and I do. Well, you draft them for a certain reason. Just draft the quarterback you want. That first guy is not always the guy who fits your team. Draft the third quarterback because he works perfect. Andy Dalton works perfect in your system. Draft one of those guys and you can set him in the pocket. But you do have to have a guy who's able to move around and not so much run, but slide like a Ben Roethlisberger who can slide, take a, a slide step to the side. Peyton Manning uh, takes step up by himself some more time. You do have to have those guys and they fit your offense. San Francisco and the uh, well, they have to go to, and this is a legitimate travel situation. It's going to be a good game. They have to go to Carolina. Two young Last time they played was uh, earlier this year in November, and it was a ten nine game. Worst game of. <laughs> but but this um this is a both of these teams are different. Carolina went on a nice run. Uh, they went on a nice run and winning games and end up taking. In my opinion, they took the division from the New Orleans Saints. Nobody thought that that would happen. They took it from them. They lost to the Saints, uh, the first game. Had another game against someone else, and then they played the Saints in Carolina. Took that game. They had to win their last game. 
uh, to clinch the division and get a first round bye. But the San Francisco 49ers didn't have Crabtree uh, and, and one more guy, but they are playing on a high level. They are playing. Mario Manningham. Man- they still don't have. He won't play. <laughs> he don't need him. Um, but they they are going to Carolina with a with a different mentality. It was a ten nine game. I don't. I, I see it a lot different this time. Twenty three seventeen football game, and I see the San Francisco 49ers pulling it off. See, I, I don't think I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that prediction at all. Um, I do think that nobody's going to give Cam Newton any chance. And I think that he's come back that, so the, many that's games. That's crazy not to, though. Well, I understand. In 23-17, I guess it's kind of giving him a chance. Mm-hmm. But Jonathan Stewart out for the year. D'Angelo Williams, is he's played one of his best years in recent history because he's been healthy. Cam Newton's going to need to use his feet in some regard. He's going to need to not so. look to pass, even with the broken play. He's going to need to use his best talent, which is his, which are his legs and his strength running to win this game. And you know what? I will pick Carolina. It's a little bit of a reach, but I'm picking Carolina at home in the good weather. It, if, it's not going to be crap weather, five degrees. Charlotte is a great place to stay, a great place to live. That weather is perfect. And that it's just field, like five seasons. Well, and, and that field has one of the best drainage systems. I actually read an article on it. has one of the best drainage systems in all of the NFL for getting moisture out of the field. I will live in Charlotte. That's how, that's how good the weather is. It comes and goes. All right. The San Francisco 49ers, you say right now, the uh, Carolina, I, I do give Cam a chance. At 23-17, I said, he has the ball with a chance to win it, score a touchdown. He wins the game 24-23. The last time the uh, Indianapolis Colts and the Patriots played, it was a 59 Patriots, Colts 24. This was November of last year, 18-12. You see that game differently uh, this year. Yeah. And, uh, and 59 points is a lot of points. Uh, I but then you had you had two of the tight ends, one of them who's sitting. Uh, who's in, one sitting one, one, one sitting. One is in Penn University. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one who's uh, Neanderthal. I think this is the year where the young quarterbacks rule. And I think I think Philip Rivers. I think the Chargers are going to beat Denver. I think Andrew Luck's going to beat New England. I think this is the year where the young quarterbacks take over the reins of the NFL. Now I mentioned that New Orleans Saints made a lot of mistakes in that game, but the score was thirty-four-seven uh, in Seattle. Oh, except for that one, because I'm picking New Orleans. You picking New Orleans to win yeah. that game? Uh, that last minute, December second, day before my birthday, uh, Seattle thirty-four, Saints seven. Yeah, oh, 34-7. And and now Sunday uh, coming up, January twelfth. Last time they played was December 12th of this year. Chargers were 27, Broncos 20. And, and, the, the, and that's what that started the Broncos for this game. No, I picked the Chargers. Because I and this is going back to the indie days for Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning hates Philip Rivers in the playoffs. He hates seeing the Chargers jerseys in the playoffs, and I hope they wear their powder blue. I hope they go into Denver and wear I their might, powder blue. I might blue. put on my powder blue. Yeah, if they I mean, because that that would be. Those are the sexiest jerseys in, in in sports to me. And if they can go in and make the game close going into the fourth quarter, Peyton Manning doesn't play well in the playoffs. And Phillip Rivers does. So I do believe that the Chargers will go in to Denver and beat San Diego. Print it. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Who you have tonight in uh, Florida State and Arbor? I mean, I don't care. I want it to be close. Uh, what, what, what do you mean you don't care? You're not going to watch think, the game then. No, I'm going to watch it. I think that Auburn will shock the world. And Ben, you it have sound, to, you, you sound gotta, like you care. Go. Uh, Auburn will shock the world tonight. Hail Mary and a hundred nine yard return. If they if they don't if they don't win this year, destined, they're the destined team, baby. Destiny <laughs> not going to beat this talent that Florida State has. I think Florida State win, but it's going to be a good game. And Jameis Winston hasn't played a really irrelevant game in, in weeks. The Duke game doesn't count because they blew him out right away. 
yeah, I'm, I'm not going to take away with the talent that Jamie Winston has and those receivers he has. But it, this is going to be a big, good game because I like Auburn's running game. And I hope it's 48-44. You know, I don't want it to be this 20-13 to 13 game, the Auburn and Oregon game five years ago with or three years ago with Cam Newton. Right. Let's be a shootout. No, we'll, we'll talk what about What was it tomorrow. last year? 42-7? to seven? <laughs> a, I mean, it was a championship so, game. Yeah, it was awful. Kwamala Sports Talk, Alex Clancy, at Alex Clancy, if you went on Twitter. Clancy's corner, two and a half oh, years. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right, and Kwame Lasseter, <laughs> at Kwame Lasseter. Hey, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, we we come back, and we'll finish some show. We'll talk more of this uh, Florida State-Auburn game, get into some more NFL and probably basketball. Yeah. See you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.